My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. You take drugs, Danny? Good. So what's the problem? Greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Boy, that escalated quickly. You know, before this is over, I'm gonna need a whole lot of serious therapy. Johnny, I got so much energy. We better start doing stupid shit. <laughs> What's up? What's going on? What's up, man? <laughs> How's it going, guys? <laughs> Good. We, we've been trying to figure out lighting. You know, hold on. You know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Dude, I, I know. You sound good, man. I don't know why my face is so red right now. I'm just trying to figure out this. My apartment is just like fucked up in the lighting aspect, apparently. It is what it is. Sometimes you can't do shit about it. <laughs> it's red for Texas. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. All right, we got Logan Lewis on. Uh, dude, how long have you had that Dunder Mifflin shirt? Oh, shit. I just realized we're live. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, I think I got it actually um, Black Friday last year. You know, mm. you go to like Target or Walmart in the graphic tee section. You know, they just have a shitload of I can cuss on here, right? Dude, yeah, you, you do whatever you okay, want. Okay, yeah. okay, um, a shitload <laughs> of um, like graphic tees, and this was one of them, and it was on sale for like five bucks. And I was like, "Oh yeah, ah, it's a that's a great buy, dude. Five bucks for that? I, you should have gotten us one pair. You know? Yeah, I should have <laughs> gotten like six of them and started yeah. making money off of it. Seriously, <laughs> I would definitely I mean, rock we, a shirt like that. We obviously got to support a failing paper company. So. Yeah, exactly. It's hard times in a pandemic for a paper company, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially, especially based out of Scranton, you know? <laughs> you got to think they're struggling right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, Logan, we brought you on because, um, well, fuck, we just met you on Twitter a little bit a long, a little bit ago. Um, and we want to know a little more about you. And obviously, I don't know if we ever told you why we started this podcast to begin with. Go ahead. I don't think you did. Okay. Well, basically, I was bored as fuck during the pandemic, and I wanted to sort of give my friends a creative outlet to be able to talk about shit. But it's transpired to the point where we're able to talk to people like you and different people on the internet that we got to know. So obviously, you have a media company. You have a podcast. So... Give us a lowdown on that, man, and for the people that are listening, all the tens of them. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I appreciate you having me on, first and foremost. It was nice of you to, to reach out and offer. I don't really consider myself, um, like when you when you talk about, I, I re-listened to a couple episodes that you guys did today, um, including the first intro one where you said, like, oh, we're going to talk to, like, internet celebrities or, like, Twitter <laughs> personalities, and I was like, that's not me, but... Um, <laughs> But I'm happy to happy to come on and plug for for a little bit. I'm not going to pull a Michael Weiner and just plug plug plug. But uh, <laughs> uh, shouts to Micah. Um, but yeah, I have um, I have a few podcasts that I do. Um, I started doing them in May of 2018, um, just for shits and giggles. I think I um, I listened to a lot of like the Touching Base and like the old Grand X <laughs> podcasts that they used to do and. Um, one of my buddies got me hooked on them. And after a while I was like, you know what? I could do that. I've always wanted to do like a YouTube channel or 
some kind of creative outlet. And I just woke up that morning, went to Best Buy, bought a mic, and here we are two years later, and I've got three pods now wow. and about to be a fourth, maybe a fifth. Who knows? God, I just... Yeah. Keep it's diversifying. Isn't yeah. it all time, like it's all it takes, man, is to just go online, buy a mic, and then get started doing it. And obviously, the podcast market is saturated right now with everyone putting things out there. So, what are you talking about on your podcast? What are you doing? Because um, we're just kind of bullshitting, man, and we're just trying to get people to come on and talk to and do all this shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the one that I started, um, it was at the time it was called Hold On to Your Butts. If you get that reference, you win points in my book. <laughs> um, uh, but it's uh it's now called the binge boys, and that's where me and a couple of my buddies we sit down and we talk about the hottest in like movies and music and pop culture, uh, you know, review stuff, talk about our thoughts, all that that fun shit. Um I started one a few months back called What Are We? And that's one where me and my, uh, I, I don't want to call her an ex-lover, but a girl that <laughs> we we tried to date, it didn't work out, and we just became mm -hmm. good friends, and we started a dating and relationships podcast, and that's oh, wow. what, what that one is all about. And then um, the third one is kind of actually pretty similar to you guys' uh, mindset on this pod of just... I wanted a, a solo outlet where I could talk to anyone I wanted to uh, about whatever I wanted to. So I called it whatever I want. Yeah. And that's where um, I plan to eventually get you guys on as well. If you're down for that, we'll talk. Yeah. Off mic. Um, but yeah, um, just to bullshit around, you know, I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan here and there. I'm sure you guys do at times too. And I thought, you know, it'd be cool to be able to talk to, you know, whoever, not necessarily restricted in either the dating category or the entertainment category. I can just talk to whoever the hell I've, I want. And I've gotten to talk to like Micah. I actually had on a few weeks ago and the mm -hmm. millennials and mimosas girls, um, they came on as well. Uh, a lot of cool people um, that's I've gotten to talk to. I'm sure you guys can relate with this outlet as well. Yeah, ab absolutely. Yeah. What you kind of hit, you kind of hit the nail on the head there, man. Like whatever I want. It's basically what we're doing here. We just didn't have the balls to call it like that. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure like you guys did, I, I sat around for days um, just thinking like, what the hell do I call this thing? Like, I'm not going to go and call it like the Logan experience or the Logan show or like like Joe Rogan did for the Joe Rogan experience. Mm -hmm. and I was like, I got to come up with something, something better than that. But then I thought, and then I actually had like, an idea at one point to call it like Logan radio or something like that. Like very similar to y'all's. Well, mm -hmm. And well, I, and then, I, I, I kind of copped out on KFC radio because we're big Barstool fans and yeah. KFC radio is literally my favorite podcast. So I kind of copped it off of him, but at the same That's, time, you know, it, it, imitation is the best form of flattery, right? Yeah. You so. got mad dog radio, you know? You gotta, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. So that's why, and I was talking to my my girlfriend. She was like, "Just call it whatever you want. Don't worry about what, um, mm -hmm. what people think. It's your pod." And I was like, "Yeah, wait, whatever I want." She was like, "No, I didn't mean that." And I was like, "No, <laughs> whatever I want." Is That's what we're, we're going with, right? Here. That's what we're That's going great. with. No, it's perfect. So, like in terms of doing the pods, Logan. So, like, what do you think the difference between you know, kind of bringing a guest on when you're by yourself and always having like a your guests with, with your other two podcasts, like kind of talk us through the differences for the audience in terms of what preparation you go, you have going into those. 
So um, when I have guests, I try to make it like as comfortable as an experience as I can. Whereas like with my co-hosts, like they've been doing it. I don't want to say as long as I have been, but um, like they're comfortable behind the mic. The people that I want to get co-hosting with me on pods are people that I'm not afraid to like to like stick in front of a microphone. Like, you know, some people, I'm sure you guys relate, like some some people get scared when they get in front of the mm-hmm. microphone for the right. first time. Whereas like, so like when I have guests, um, I try to my best to prepare and, you know, throw the questions at them and try to, um, and by throw questions, I mean like throw questions beforehand, just say, hey, this is what we're going to do. This is exactly what we're going to be doing. I want you to tell me if you, there's any bit of this that's uncomfortable for you, uh, just whatever you want. Like that's that's what I'll do. Like um, I am here to serve you, even though you're here helping me. Yeah, right. Like that. I yeah. I, I I'm sure you guys can agree on that too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So how do you go about that, man? Like trying to find guests. Obviously, you know some people like Mads and like other people that you've had on before. Do you go out of your way necessarily to just randomly dm people because honestly dude that's what i've been doing for the past like two weeks now (laughs) and it's honestly worked out pretty well where we're getting some you know some comedians from new york and california on and all that so like i wanted to hear like what your approach is when you're trying to get some guests on that you want to have on your podcast well i think you actually inspired me more because in the past so when i first started whatever i want i was like okay this this is gonna be my guest centered like my guest centric podcast. So I'm just going to like reach out to as many people as possible. So I like reached out to like people that I knew I was never going to get. Like Mm -hmm. I reached out to like Drake's team or uh, like, I just found like the generic like info.drake.com or whatever that like his public publicists and stuff like list. I like reached out to like a bunch of hip hop artists or a bunch of local Atlanta hip hop artists. And, um, and just like celebrities, like, like Chris Pratt, like I have this bit going on my Twitter right now that like I'm DMing Chris Pratt every day until I he saw answers. that actually. Yeah, yeah that was good. Um, I, I doubt he'll answer, but I mean, here's one hoping like one day maybe he looks at his DMs and be like, damn, this guy DM'd me 300 day- days in a row just to get me on his pod. Like I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you you uh, uh, inspired me to all you said. I think you said all it takes is a DM. Mm-hmm. And I thought. Well, shit, you're right. The worst they can say is no. So that's when I started reaching out to like Micah and he instantly said yes. Um, yep. And then a bunch of those other personalities in the washed and grand X world or whatever. So yeah, I just, I just try lately. I've been like settling in to the, like, like to the, what's the word? Like the demographic of like, followers that the guest mm-hmm. has yep. that's like okay so they have 3000 4000 5000 followers i bet i could get them exactly um, right versus like um like someone that has like 300,000 followers i'm like okay maybe that's going to take some time to get there um but i'm uh, again i I've, I've said this at the end of every sentence i'm sure you can relate i mean the amount of followers they have in my mind equates to like so if they have 30,000 followers, odds are their DMs are full with like maybe 10,000 DMs or right. 15,000 DMs. So um, I just try to like think about it like that. And I I tried 
Instagram, but Instagram honestly doesn't work that well for me, at least from my experience for reaching out to guests. Twitter is the thing that I say Twitter is the move. Yeah, it's the best way to get them. And just going off of that, like what you said, because obviously I like to compare it to this, right? Like you might apply for 200 jobs. You might get 10 companies that respond to you. You might get five interviews, you might get two offers, and then you might take one. At the same time, it's just a numbers game where, (laughs) and I'll equate it to this too, like we swipe right on Bumble, on Tinder, on whatever, and you might do it like on 200 girls. You might get 10 bites, you might get five people you talk to, and then you might talk to one. It's a numbers game, and it really is that way, and it's not a bad thing. It's just the way it kind of is. And it it creates sort of an experience where you are able to talk to some people that you might never have thought you'd been able to talk to in your life. Right. Sure. So that's one of the greatest things that I've found. Yeah, I I completely agree. It's I I had never thought about it in the Tinder Bumble uh, world and not unlike girls. Like if you say to if like a girl be like, she'll pull the line of like, oh, so you just swipe right on anybody (laughs) in this situation. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah. Trying to, I'm trying to get anybody that wants to come on and talk about whatever. I don't care if they have five followers or 50 or 500. Exactly. Like, any publicity is good publicity, at least at this point. I mean, right. I don't want to I don't want people to be digging through my tweets from when I was in middle school and <laughs> find out that I said some pretty disturbing shit. Um I actually uh, deleted all my tweets, so good luck, fuckers. Yeah, you got to erase them. I erased them. So uh, I, I don't know if I said anything controversial in the day. I'm sure I did. I was in middle school. I had trash opinions. Um, but yeah, I it, it's a 100% a numbers game. It, anyone that you think might not reach out, like for example, I don't know if you guys watch The Bachelor at all or mm-hmm. are in, in with that world or whatever. I reached out to a contestant that was on the last season. Just like I just slid up on her Instagram story. And just like nothing professional. I literally was just like, be on my podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just because I was like, she's never going to see this. Her, she's She was on The Bachelor. Her DMs are flooded with shit. Yeah. No, she responded instantly. And uh, she was on the second episode of the dating podcast. Oh, wow. Yeah. And and it was like, holy shit. Like, I'm just going to start doing this for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I mean, the worst I could say is no, right? I mean, like you have nothing to lose. So why not put it out there? I don't know if you guys have seen this, but one of the worst things is like when they do see the DM, but it shows like that they read it and didn't reply. And it's like, at least they read it. At least they read it. <laughs> you know they what? Just I ca- immediately. <laughs> you know what? I still called out a win in my book because at least they read it. True. True. I don't disagree. And I've even had, so I reached out to, um, Mike, the situation and his wife, Lauren, the other day. Yeah. So I emailed um, their publicist and I got a long email back saying, you know, we appreciate it, all that. But no, <laughs> but I'm still like, fuck, at least they responded to yeah, it. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's yeah, a 100%. win. 100%. So Logan, the- Binge Boys, I'm sorry not to cut you off, Johnson, but Binge Boys, no, I'm just no. curious, like without the movies and stuff and kind of like kind of like everything being in flux i know you guys talk about music and everything too though but so how's that been for you guys on that podcast so that that's great that you asked that i'm, I'm glad you did it's it's been tough um i mean going back we have i don't know if you can see it back there my buddy for christmas got me um this poster and on the poster it's like 100 movies you need to see before you die mm. um and 
we kind of have been trying to go off of that and watch mm. movies and just review old shit like Indiana Jones or Back to the Future, or Dirty right. Dancing, just like classic shit that um, that we haven't seen. I mean, we've we've seen a lot of those big name movies, but like I'd never seen Dirty Dancing honestly until a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and we we just talk try to talk about stuff like that, um, like Netflix, Hulu, HBO original movies. Those have been kind of taking up the time. Yeah, fair. Uh, so I've watched a whole lot more Netflix original movies than I ever had planned on it. And honestly, because they're Netflix original movies, they're not all a pluses, yeah. um, <laughs> but I've watched some solid movies. I, I would much rather have seen by now, you know, the new James Bond movie, the yep. new black widow Mulan. I would have rather watched all that stuff by now, but I guess we're taking what we can get. Absolutely. I actually just finished. I actually binged it. Um, Umbrella Academy on Netflix. We were just talking about that last night when we recorded the binge boys. I can't get into it. It's so I just followed along. It wasn't because I necessarily loved the characters or necessarily loved the storyline, but I think it was a combination of me giving them kind of like bees across the board where I was like, it's good enough for me that it just keeps me invested. And they kept the nice cliffhanger on season in the season two, where I was like, I'm going to definitely watch season three, but it wasn't profound or anything, but I was like, you know, this is a, this is a good good show for me that i'll i'll keep watching it and i enjoy and, to the point where i am entertained that's a and that's a netflix original right yeah netflix original it's like number one across every country you can like look at yeah yeah it's, it's insanely big. popular right now Mo both of my co-hosts on the binge boys love it and they keep like just begging me to keep trying and keep trying but um i'm sure i'll maybe i'll watch an episode tonight but i recently started and that's another thing too i've started watching shows that i never thought i would watch like, um, I just, my buddy gets HBO max for free through his cable subscription or whatever. So I've been watching a bunch of like old HBO shows. I never would have watched. Like yeah. I'm watching ballers right now. I don't know if you, oh, yeah. you guys have oh, ever yeah. seen ballers. Yeah. Ballers <laughs> <is> really good. <laughs> yeah. And now the rock owns the XFL. So it's like, it's kind of like the show coming to real life. It's pretty funny. I yeah, watched so. a few episodes and I try to compare it to entourage and I'm just like, I don't know if I can get into this. And maybe that's why I like was turned off by it. Yeah, I can see that. One of my buddies compared it. He was like, if you like Entourage, it's basically Entourage with The Rock and about sports. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a huge sports guy, but uh -huh. I've like found interest in like their characters more than anything. Mm -hmm. And I just realized that one of the dudes in that show is like the main guy in the Tenet movie that's coming out here in a few months. Yeah. Um, John hmm. David Washington. John I think. David Washington. Yeah, he's when he's a receiver. Yeah, so I'm so I'm hype, more hyped for Tenet than I ever was, but um, yeah, just watching shit that I never thought I would watch, which I guess is a blessing, kind of. Mm -hmm. Way to kill some time too, but yeah, I, I mean, I guess right because you get to diversify a little bit more in terms of you know what you watch, what you and your boys are discussing too. Now, are, is it like do you guys have like one big movie head, or are you guys all like kind of movie entertainment heads and you all bounce each other off? Okay, so that's good that you bring that up because I was telling someone the other day. So one of my buddies, uh, one of my co-hosts, Pearson, he is more of a music guy. Like, like honestly, man, if you throw on like, like Migos, I know it's not amazing music, but it's not like Jay Z rap, right? right, it, doesn't, right. it doesn't have a purpose. It's not telling a story. Like yeah. it's not like Eminem or something. Like. He listens to like real music that actually like means something. Whereas I can just throw on like Lil Yachty and just like, as long as I can like bop my head to it, like mm -hmm. that's it. So like, so 
people appreciate his perspective because they realize that my take on music is trash. Um, <laughs> but like, I'm huge into movies, and then Zach's a big TV guy. So yeah, okay. it, it kind of balances itself yeah, out. Actually, nice. I never <laughs> really thought about it. Yeah, it works out well. Apparently, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's all right. All right, so Logan, you're in Atlanta right now. Correct. How's that going, man? Well, actually, I'm glad you asked, guys. Um, I am on lockdown. I'm currently quarantining because this is the second time I've had to lock myself in my room because of a COVID <laughs> scare. Oh, no. Can so, I, tell you about, I can tell you about mine, but I want to hear about yours first. Yeah, so the first time around a few weeks ago, my mom actually got COVID. She actually got oh, it. Oh, um, and she was sick as a dog for like a month, and she's pretty much like back to normal at this point now yeah. and, and she's all good but i was around her when she, before she started experiencing symptoms so my my job was just like stay home don't go anywhere yeah. um so i did that and then this past weekend as soon as we were in the clear from my mom being sick me and my roommate had some people over just like small group maybe like six people yeah. and we played some drinking games and then yesterday we get a text saying hey guys i woke up feeling like shit i'm going to get a covid test so now I'm on lockdown again. Uh -huh. Sounds like I better just stop going and seeing people. You just got to stay in your room and binge movies. And <laughs> I guess that's what show. I got to do. Yeah. All right. Well, I've traveled a few times during the whole, you know, quarantine situation. And Logan, I told you I was in Mexico uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, one of our friends uh, on the trip, she actually tested positive for New York. Oh, shit. She was feeling like shit in the airport when we were flying back. Um, so we all got tested. She tested positive, but everyone, Brad, on our trip tested negative. Yeah, I've been in like Including the group myself. chat. I, I, wasn't, I didn't go, but I'm in the group chat. So I've just been I, like checking I, people off. Who has it, who I, doesn't. I thought it was miraculous because we literally shared cups. We were in the same like, you know, wow. house for the longest time. Um, we were in the airport together. I hugged her before I left and all that. And negative. I don't know, Pretty man. <laughs> what'd you think of the what'd you think of the COVID test? Uh well, I did it twice. Uh so I did it like a month and a half ago, and then I did it like two weeks ago. Um, it's a pain in the ass. Really? I hate I hate sticking that thing up my nose for the fucking longest time. And it's just like giving myself an anal or a fucking nasal fucking anal. Yeah, I would have called suspect on that, but no. <laughs> you were like, know, might, as well, might as well get this done while you're here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's not too bad. It's just a little bit annoying, but you know, I've done it twice. If I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get it. I'm fucking done with it. Whatever. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I mean, I know that the pandemic has like its consequences, and I know people are sick and people are dying out there, but it's kind of cool being able to say that you got a test during the pandemic. Just <laughs> it's like history. Yeah, it's a part of history. Like yeah, I could say I did it. Yeah. Yeah, it's part of the the whole thing. I I was really scared because I know my parents had to do it, and the way my dad told me it was, he was like, "Dude, it sucks. Like, it's the worst." And then my mom was like, "It's not that bad." So I was like, what the hell? It's like when you ask people what a tattoo feels like, and some people are like, oh, yeah, it doesn't hurt at all. But then some people are like, death. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, the dude was really gracious with me. I don't know if he was just gentle, but like, I felt no issue or pain or w nothing whatsoever. It was like, oh, wait. So, very... so you did like, you did like where someone like actually did it for you? Oh, yeah. Someone had to, he told me to, I didn't even have to get out of my car. 
It was like a drive-through one. Oh wow! And I just he was just I like would roll my window down, put the car in park, and he's just like, all right, like lean your head back, and we're gonna count down from ten. And he did it himself, and he was just like, all right, we're done. Oh shit! Yeah, I I went through like the seat, give you the kit, and then they make you do it yourself and walk through the window and all that. Oh shit! I didn't know that they were doing that. Yeah, so maybe I did it wrong, and maybe I just <laughs> yeah, was maybe actually it the whole time. <laughs> or, <laughs> or maybe my guy did it wrong, and I actually have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like all self done. So I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. But like, yeah, I didn't know because obviously I've seen those facilities where they actually do it for you and all that. But yeah, um, yeah, interesting. We're kind of bringing this full circle, I guess. Then. I just got this thought in my head. So how is that like the whole, so what you guys discuss on the dating pod, you know, how has that changed during like this whole pandemic? Well, that's, that's also good because um, we started the pod during the pandemic, um, like maybe March, April. So like, I don't know yeah, about right you at the guys. Beginning. So Atlanta got locked down pretty much. Like, I think like mid March by like the 15th mm -hmm. of March, maybe Atlanta was just like, all right, we're done with everything. Um, and maybe shit. Yeah. I think it was early April. We started it. So we've not really been able to discuss anything, um, long-term. And I was like a, a quote unquote bachelor for like years and years and years and years. And then I finally got locked down as soon as we started the dating podcast. <laughs> and so now it's basically me talking about how great my relationship is and her talking about how shitty guys are all the time. So Wait, so what when did you start dating your girlfriend then? Uh we started dating um officially at the beginning of March, like at the beginning oh, of the okay, pandemic. Wow. Okay, okay, gotcha. Um you got it, you got on at the right time. Yeah, but we um but we talked, you know, for a couple months prior mm -hmm. before that. But um but yeah, we got official official as soon as the pandemic started. And it's kind of been interesting. I mean I haven't been in a relationship relationship for gosh, five years or so. And I kind of forgot what the relationship like boyfriend role, like whole thing was about. And I don't know. The pandemic didn't really hit at the right time for that. But True. again, what the hell are we going to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, just kind of go get through it. Um, but like, what made you want to start that podcast then? I mean, so I, what's the one I used to listen to a dating podcast. I forget what the hell it was called. Well, everybody's at least heard an, uh, an episode of call her daddy. And, um, my co-host really likes call her daddy. Um, and I was always like, it'd be fun to talk about dating, especially because me and you, we suck at dating. And yeah. then as soon as we start the pod, I get a girlfriend. Right. So it's like, right. so the, the whole, like, Back Logan, story. did you did you did you ever listen to the one with um J.R. Hickey and Jenna Crowley? Don't take it from us. Like this on, is like on your pod? No, like they they had a podcast. This is back like two, three years ago. Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. So they had one before, you know, obviously JR became you know part of Wash Media and all that, but they started talking about dating and all that. So I was just wondering if you ever you know, heard that one, but no, I didn't. Um, I didn't even know he had one. I don't know much about J.R. Hickey. I mean, I know he's on so many screens and I know he mm -hmm. lives in California, but that's about all I know about the guy. Yeah, no, he's an awesome guy. You should try to get him on some point. He's very, yeah. active, very cool guy. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's call her daddy. <laughs> yeah, no, I 
we the the whole reasoning behind us starting it was like we both go on dates all the time we never can lock someone down like it'd be fun to just talk about dating stories and dating preferences and we get our listeners to submit dating stories so we get to read off crazy hookup or crazy date experiences and we've gotten a couple really really fucked up story <laughs> um so that's been pretty fun. Uh, I can't seem to get a hotline hooked up correctly because every time I set a hotline number up, after three days of it being hooked up, like I just start getting messages from like DoorDash because I think people are using the number to like scam DoorDash orders. Oh, <laughs> so I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> I assume you asked Mads about that. How do they have their setup? She, she said that they. She told. She sent me like step by step instructions, and they haven't had problems. It, it's just me. <laughs> That's that's funny. I don't get it. It's pissing me off. <laughs> All right. Well, try to keep getting that set up, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, if if I don't, if I just aren't able to get a hotline, then I'll just settle for. We have an email address that people can email into. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's that's that. Sounds great, man. Logan, thank you for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. No, I um, really appreciate you guys. Brad, do you have any other questions? That, that's pretty much it for me. I'm, I'm looking forward to coming on with you and, you know, just kind of have a reverse role here and, you know, just kind of explain about us too. And uh, I'm going to have to definitely dive into Binge Boys, man, because I'm looking mm -hmm. for other stuff. Good, man. Yeah, check us out. We're on everywhere you guys are available. And um, I, I can't wait to have you guys on. We'll talk about that a little later off mic. I, 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 I wanted to keep asking you guys questions, but then I, in my head, I was like, stop. Ask them on, <laughs> ask them on your pod. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll do a flip like a home and home series here <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah big shouts to you guys for having me on i really appreciate it you want to plug your twitter and where we can follow you at sure yeah you can follow me um on twitter and instagram at logan uh lewis 96 you can follow the podcasts on social media they're just the podcast titles i don't need to go through all three thousand of them but uh binge media on twitter and instagram look them up that'll be where you get the updates for all of them so yeah there you go. Awesome. Sounds great. Logan Lewis, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming on. Follow him on all of his platforms. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks again. Sounds good, guys. Appreciate you guys. All right. Later, man. Bye. Hey, feeling good. Like I should. When in Dorco, walk around the neighborhood.